You're listening to Standing in the Gap. Standing in the Gap is a weekly podcast dedicated to the exposition of scriptures. I'm your host and podcast preacher, Brandon Harrell. I'm the pastor of Bethesda Baptist Church in East Flat Rock, nestled here in the mountains of Western North Carolina, where I've served for the past 10 years. I pray the podcast will bless your life as we study God's Word together. All right, welcome to the podcast. Today is a special podcast edition. This is one of our missionary spotlights. This is the first one I've done for the podcast. We've been doing this for a little while on our radio broadcast, but wanted to give you an opportunity today to hear about a missionary that we love and support at our church. Brother Scott Silvers, he and his wife Brandy have picked up and moved out to Smithville, Oklahoma. Uh, They're sent out of our church. Now they've joined Indian Mission Baptist Church out there, Pastor Brandon White, and uh, serving there among the native peoples. And uh, the Lord's really using Brother Scott all around uh, that area as well as other parts of the United States on reservations and various places to spread the gospel among the Native American people. So we're excited about him. Wanted to give you an opportunity today to hear what the Lord is doing through the life of Brother Silvers and his family. You'll hear his uh, contact information at the end of the podcast, but if you don't catch all that, you can always uh, contact me, and we'll get you in touch with Brother Silvers. Hope you enjoy the podcast. God bless you. All right, this is Pastor Brandon Harrell, Standing in the Gap Radio Broadcast. Thank you for tuning in today. Hope that you are well and uh, enjoying the goodness of the Lord. And we are here uh, with a special edition of Standing in the Gap today. Uh, we've never done this before, but I've had it on my heart for a while to do a uh, sort of a missionary spotlight. And today we have with us Brother Scott Silvers. He is a missionary to uh, the Native American Indians in the state of Oklahoma and beyond. And uh, he is sent out of our church there at Bethesda Baptist in East Flat Rock, North Carolina. So I wanted to bring him on today and uh, just introduce him to you. Hello, Brother Scott, how you doing today? I'm doing well, Pastor, Warmth, how you doing? Warmth. Better than I deserve, better than I deserve. Uh, Brother Scott is uh, currently on the mission field. And Brother, just tell us a little bit about your family and uh, about uh, your uh, salvation, call the ministry, and where you are and what you're doing. All right, well, first I just wanna say I thank the Lord for blessing my life the way that he has. Uh, Much of that blessing is in my family. I've got a wife and two children. Uh, Jeremy's 19 and Hope is six. And uh, my wife Brandy does a good job at home with them, teaching them, taking care of homeschool, and uh, just uh, always being a faithful helpmeet wherever we're at in service for the Lord. Um, I was 20 years old when the Lord first spoke to my heart and revealed to me that I was a lost sinner and on my way to hell and never forget the first time the voice of God ever spoke to my heart and really shook me up, showed me that uh, I was in bad shape and in great need and uh, began to work in my heart and uh, led me to a little Baptist church where I was able to hear the gospel and heard what the Lord Jesus had done for sinners and realized he had done it for me and called Amen. upon his name for salvation. And that was in 1999, so we're uh, 21 years into the journey and it gets sweeter. Uh, the prospect of heaven gets sweeter every day and 
it's been a joy to serve the Lord. He really changed my heart, changed my life, and so grateful for it. Amen. Well, how, how long after you were saved were you called to the ministry of the preaching? Uh, I surrendered to preach the gospel in September of 2001, so it would have been just under two years after the Lord saved me, and uh, so I've been preaching now, oh, I guess that would be almost uh, 19 years, and uh, the Lord's opened a lot of doors for me. Never, never really thought when I surrendered to preach that uh, He would let me preach in so many different places, really from one end of the country to the other. Uh, had no idea that he would have in his plans for me to pastor and then to eventually uh, surrender to go out on the mission field. But uh, uh, he knew all of it before he saved me, knew it before he called me to preach. And uh, as I look back, I can see how he's prepared me for a lot of things through the years. Amen. Now the pastors, you pastored two churches, correct? I did, yes, sir. And then uh, your call to ministry. How did you uh, get familiar with the work in Oklahoma, and, and what's what's the burden that you have there? Well, in uh, 2011, uh, the Lord had really uh, burdened my heart for missions, and just honestly, the previous couple of years, 2009, 2010, 2011, had really uh, been working in my heart to make me willing to do just about anything that he would want me to do. And so I was very anxious to just serve him and take advantage of any opportunity that he would give. And uh, in 2011, a friend of ours uh, from North Carolina was in Oklahoma, uh, missionary Brandon White. And the church that he was a part of out there had need of a roof to be put on. So uh, that was how we began going out there. We were asked if, uh, I was asked if I would be able to come out and help with putting the roof on the church. And uh, throughout that week of labor, had time to sit down with uh, missionary pastor Raymond Johnson, as well as Brother Brandon White. And uh, the Lord used those men to really, I guess, reveal the need of Native American work and uh, encourage me along those ways. Uh, there is a great need amongst Native people. and and uh, had an opportunity that summer after putting the roof on in 2011 to go to Gina, Louisiana and um, hold a special meeting there for the Gina Band Choctaw Indians. And really during that week of meeting, I preached every night, uh, had opportunity to preach to the chief of the Gina Band Choctaw. And uh, the Lord really spoke to my heart uh, about Native American missions. And so, I just began to pray about it, and as the Lord opened doors, I tried to faithfully walk through them. And so uh, in 2012, we had another opportunity to go to Oklahoma, and uh, again, it was in a building project, uh, but had opportunity to preach while I was out there and began to get familiar with the native people there. And then again, uh, in 2013, was able to go out again and then preach and teach in Bible school. And uh, during that week in particular, in 2013, there were three teenage boys uh, that had uh, made professions of faith that the Lord had saved them. And uh, just a lot of different things going on in those ministries where the Lord was, was speaking to my heart and burdening me. And uh, I don't know necessarily at that time that 
he was calling me to go out there, but certainly he was revealing the need to my soul and and uh, just again tried to be faithful to every door that he opened and that turned into going every year out to uh, Smithville in southeast Oklahoma right in Choctaw Nation and uh, preaching and teaching amongst the people there and um, and finally in 2016 about five and a half years after the first time we'd gone out I surrendered to go full-time into Native American work. Amen. And now uh, you've you've been you've bought a house there tell us a little bit about the situation now and uh, all of that. Well, we uh, uh, we we've, we've actually been renting a house in southeast Oklahoma for uh, about three and a half years now, and after about a year of renting, a uh, small community and not a lot of houses come up for sale. But uh, after about a year or so of renting, uh, an opportunity came to us to purchase a house, and uh, we've been uh, working on it. It's it's become a fixer upper, <laughs> but. Uh, I've been working on it, trying to get it ready for us to move into, and uh, in the meantime, still staying in the rental house when we're in Oklahoma. And so we're we're in the process of getting it finished. I, I need about a month and a half's worth of time uh, to dedicate to working on the house to get it ready. And uh, with ministry and family obligations, it, it's hard to always have that much time. Sure. Um, now, as far as the uh, the the current ministry there, uh, I'll just say this, Brother Scott, uh, as I mentioned earlier, is sent out of Bethesda here in East Flat Rock, and the intent is, and and what the Lord willing will take place is he is going to, uh, once he's settled out there uh, firmly, he's going to join the church there. It's um, uh, Indian Mission Baptist Church. The pastor is now missionary Brandon White, and he's a good friend of ours. Grew up with him in a little church down here in our area. And uh, Brother Scott will join there, and he'll work out of that church. Uh, now, he's uh, involved yearly in uh, summer camps and vacation Bible schools, has other opportunities around uh, uh, different different tribes throughout uh, throughout the, uh, the, the West there. Uh, right now, there's an emphasis and an open door uh, on the Spokane Reservation. Tell us a little bit about what's going on there, brother. Okay, brother. Well, let me say that uh, Native American work as a whole is has been greatly neglected, and it's a hard work. And uh, anytime the Lord opens a door up, not just for us to go through, but uh, when we go through it and we see that it is the Lord indeed opening a work up uh, to be amongst the people, uh, it really is an amazing thing. And the Spokane Reservation up in Washington State uh, it's, uh, I think, nearly 2,000 uh, members of the tribe live on the reservation. There's over 2,800 total members of the tribe. Uh, but that entire reservation, which is about 38 miles across, uh, it has no present gospel work. There are a couple of uh, religious works there. There is the traditional native work and traditional religion that's there. But as far as gospel preaching churches there are none in the entirety of the reservation and uh, we had an opportunity this past summer uh, in august to go up and hold a bible school and so we had bible school during the day and we had an evangelistic meeting at night where we tried to focus on preaching the gospel uh, to whoever in the community would come and 
After that, uh, there was a good bit of interest from several people on the tribe, uh, on the reservation there. And uh, afterward, we decided it'd be best to have a follow-up trip, uh, and that was in December. And uh, the Northwest in December is, uh, it's a pretty well a barren place and the, the weather's so bad that we were in fact encouraged, uh, maybe it wasn't a good idea uh, to come at that time, but we did. And uh, in December of 19, we had uh, another week long meeting where we would go out during the day uh, knock on doors, invite people on the reservation to come and join us for the services. And uh, the tribe opened up one of the complex buildings for us to use. And uh, we had folk in attendance every night. And after the end of that meeting, uh, we asked if any of the uh, people in attendance would be interested in us continuing to come uh, for a monthly Bible study just to see how the Lord was continuing to work. And um, that was met with a lot of enthusiasm from several of the ladies that had attended. And so uh, from that, there was a, a January Bible study, a February Bible study. And of course, as March and April rolled around, the coronavirus, the COVID-19 caused the reservation to shut down to uh, any outsiders coming in. And so we had a, a trip planned for April, which would have been another week long evangelistic meeting and we had to cancel it. Uh, but even in the midst of that, there's been emails given to us where uh, people are excited about us coming back and uh, really seems that it is the Lord that's opened up this door for us. So uh, as of right now, the first week of August, we are going to be holding another Bible school and evangelistic meeting uh, on the Spokane Reservation. And the intent of it, first and foremost, is to preach the gospel to the lost, to go into all the world as our Lord has commanded us to go. Uh, sinners need to hear the gospel. But the hope is that in hearing the gospel, some will be saved and the Lord may see fit to birth a Baptist church right there on the reservation. And that's our heart's desire. And so uh, we desire your prayers as we head back up in August, uh, that the Lord would just uh, help us all to see what he's doing there and to lead us and guide us in the ways he wants us to go. Amen. Well, we appreciate you, Brother Scott. We're praying for you. We'd ask those of you who uh, have heard the broadcast, if you're interested in supporting the work, uh, uh, Brother Scott Silvers as a missionary, uh, you can get in touch with him at phone number 828-674-7565. Okay. Or you can just uh, contact us through the information that will be given at the end of the broadcast and we can get you in touch with him. Uh, but we would covet the, your, your prayers for the ministry, for the work there in August that God would see fit to uh, save sinners uh, on the reservation there in Spokane and continue the work in Smithfield. Brother Scott, appreciate you being with us today. Thank you, and, Pastor. Uh, God speed to you, brother. Love God you. bless you. You too. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast today. I hope it's been a blessing to you. If you'd like to contact me, you can find our church's website at www.BethesdaBaptistEastFlatRock.com you can also follow me on Twitter at PreacherB underscore BBC. If you'd like to watch our services live streamed, 
You can do that on Facebook at Bethesda Baptist East Flat Rock. God bless you till we meet again.